Wow. It's only four games. Not like they lost all four. They went 0-3-1. <laughs> they, they tied yesterday. Or is this more for A-Rodge? It was more for him. Oh. But that was the really fact good. that you could consider it for Husker <laughs> baseball. It was one weekend, damn it, in San Diego. Is it? You know how you ride the wave as a sports fan, and it's, it's a long season, and you go back and forth? Isn't it interesting, like, from the Nebraska standpoint, take Matt Rule out of the equation because he's brand new. If I would have told you on January 1st who had, whose popularity rating is higher on the Nebraska men's major men's sports side, Will Bolt or Fred Hoiberg, you would have said without hesitation, well, maybe you will because, you know, last year was rough, Will. Yeah. Will over Fred. Yeah. Now, I ask you that on January or January, February 21st, and you're like, uh, hello, have you not seen Nebraska men's basketball? Did you not see the meltdown yesterday in San Diego? Mm-hmm. Oh, it just twists and turns and yeah. how we talk about, man, Nebraska doesn't recruit Texas. It's tough to recruit Texas in baseball because you're not in the Big 12 and you don't have a selling point against the teams from the Big 12 yeah. or Texas A&M out of the SEC. You don't play in Texas regularly. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska has, I think baseball has five or six Texans on the roster. Well, football, the same thing. You leave the Big 12. you got no connection to Texas. Yeah. What does Nebraska football do with the new staff? They're like, oh, nope, hello. We're going to set up a satellite shop in yeah. Texas, and their first commitment in the class of 24 is out of the state of Texas. I will. Speaking of Texas, where Jimmy is from, it's a little bit different in basketball because basketball is more national mm-hmm. recruiting, and there's really no, you know what, it's tough to go to Texas and get a kid to come to play at, at Creighton in basketball. Yeah, it's not it's as regionalized. Not, it's not that case. Yeah. But how do you not, in the game of college basketball recruiting, set up shop in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Baylor's oh, yeah. roster, the studs on Baylor's roster, basically all of them are from Dallas. Watching last night's game between KU and TCU, KU, by the way, might be the best team in the country. Yeah, they might win it again. They might be the best team in the country. Jalen Wilson had an off night. Yep. Grady Dick came out, got to 19 points about two minutes into the first half, or second half, never scored again. They didn't hit a field goal in the last 445, mm-hmm. and they won at TCU. Yeah. A K- healthy TCU. KU, KU now Ugly has 14 four quad one wins. They, they might be the best team in the country. But in that game, I looked at guys that are from Texas and around the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge state, lots of football there. There's a lot of great basketball players in the state of mm-hmm. Texas, and especially in the Dallas area. Julius mm-hmm. Randle was a Texan. Yeah. Um, we were talking about baseball too, like the Big Ten, Big Twelve. You know, as far as baseball, it's just it's not a draw. You can't compare the two. And you know, you you watch the basketball talent, you watch the the football talent that comes out of the state. Baseball is no exception to that. But where it's where I think like for like Nebraska and seeing what Matt Rule is doing, you can understand. You know, using the Big Ten to your advantage of the teams that you're going to go up against what you could eventually you know, pursue as far as a professional career through that conference and through the investment that conference has with its football program or football members. Baseball, uh, you know, and I've even, we were talking about this during the break, and I know you have these conversations too when it comes to recruiting. You know, people get pretty upset when Nebraska maybe loses an in-state guy to an A&M or someone of the Big 12 or SEC. And I don't know if people realize how truly challenging it is to recruit to the Big Ten when it comes to baseball compared to the Big 12 and the SEC. You should know when you see 
the majority of the field of eight in Omaha is from one of those two conferences. But also the facilities, and Nebraska fans remember this when they're in the Big 12, going to places. Even, I mean, heck, just being over in Lawrence this last weekend, that facility, that baseball stadium is probably one of the lower-end ones mm-hmm. in the Big 12. It's, pr- it's pretty That's nice. Sure. It's pretty nice, though. I mean, they, they've, it, it, that would be one of the better ones in the Big 10. Uh, K-State has made renovations. That one's nice. I don't even have to tell you about the ballparks in Texas. So the majority of it, I mean, those are great facilities. They take baseball serious. You lose guys that way. when you, Even though you had this amazing talent pool in Texas, you know, recruiting in that state to get guys out of that state to play at Nebraska, that's a challenge. And I know a lot of people thought, well, with Will Bolt's connections and being from Texas and then coaching Texas A&M, he should be able to find some of those guys. He might get a couple, but if you're thinking there's going to be a pipeline there. You're getting bounce back, guys. The, yeah. But I, I think in, in college baseball, the 500-mile radius is maybe more powerful than in football. Because I look at a, a program like Maryland. Maryland is a real college World Series team for the mm-hmm. second straight year. Their roster is primarily made up of guys that are on the eastern seaboard, yeah. whether they be in their own state of Maryland, they get Connecticut, they go Pennsylvania, they go Virginia. So they do a good job in the 500-mile and maybe more of a 250-mile radius mm-hmm. in getting the best guys to stay close to home. Now, they don't have a ton of competition you know, outside of Virginia and the ACC where they're recruiting. Yeah. They're going to win some of those battles where Nebraska has some competition, but Nebraska should have a leg up on a lot of the schools around this general area that they're recruiting against. That's why it shows you it's so important and and Will has embraced this, is this state produces so much high school baseball talent. It does. That you have to win those battles because you're going to lose guys, especially in this area. We've seen the SEC come in here and, yep. and grab guys that have gone to play in the SEC, and why wouldn't you want to go play in the SEC? But you've got to, you've got to get the in-state guys that you want, and then you've got to keep the relationships alive on the guys that you don't get that the door is still open yeah. for them to come That's back That's a good home. point, yeah. Uh, 705. Uh, Sam McEwen will join us uh, here in a little bit. More on Creighton and Marquette tonight. Monster game downtown. Uh, Tip-off 730. Creighton a five-and-a-half point favorite in what is a big, big game, as they say. It's notable on the college basketball slate uh, tonight. And Ryan Kalkbrenner did not play the first time. But when he has played against Creighton, he hasn't ventured very far out of the paint offensively. High field goal percentage, high point total. He's back again tonight. And he's going to be matched up against a guy that will not drag him out of the paint to shoot threes. I keep asking, how is Marquette going to get stops? They're good in the half court, but how are they going to get stops on the other end? We'll uh, dive more into that as we uh, roll till 10. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.